Hello and you are welcome to Dan and Dara Do Ability. This is episode 31. I am Dara McNicholas. And I am Dan Airy. Dan, good morning. Good morning. How, How are, are you? you? We're here in your lovely home again. Back to college next week. Yep. Looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Back to the grindstone. Definitely. Absolutely. Okay. So, we had, or you had, should I say, the roll and stroll last weekend. Yes. Yeah. Great event. Absolutely. Brilliant. Um, Again, just raising funds, much needed funds for the Irish Wheelchair Association, the yeah. branch. Mm-hmm. Everybody involved in that. Raising money for the youth services, as you said, of the Irish Wheelchair Association. So, it's... Uh, Vitally important because, as I've said before, it's something that I've benefited from for years. Yeah. Um, and I'm very grateful for for that support and for the kind of outlet that it that it's given me in a number of different uh, a number of different aspects. So good. You brought your 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 Zoom with you. Yeah. And you got a bit of the atmosphere, so we listened to a bit of that. Brilliant. I mean, the sound. I mean, the weather was good. Yeah. The weather. The weather stayed kind. We were very, very lucky. Uh, no rain whatsoever. Uh, the sun was out the whole time. Excellent. So it was great. Yeah, because St Anne's Park can be a gloomy place when it rains. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ninety eight from over there. Yes, they were. Lovely. Yeah. Brilliant, and it was it was great to have some media coverage of it. But you also managed to catch up with a couple of people and get their sort of point of view on the day as well. Yes, so I caught up with uh, Mr. Sean O'Kelly. Sean O'Kelly of this parish, who a fantastic uh, young man in his own right, uh, with his own radio show. Yes. Uh, which everyone should tune into on a Friday afternoon, mm-hmm. uh, if they have time. Um, Four o'clock. Dublin South FM. That's it. Uh, another man who is uh, waving the flag for uh, disability. Yep. He also has a campaign called a Day in My Wheels as well. Yeah. That is on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Twitter. So you can, you can. I would highly recommend it. We would highly recommend. Yeah. That you check that out. Absolutely. So you got a bit of uh, before and after. Yeah. Hey Dan. Thank you so much. Lo- loving it here already, and it's not even started. Excellent. Yeah, the atmosphere is electric. It's they've got music playing, DJ going bonkers. It's bad. It's crazy. 90 HFM are even here. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. And I hear there's about 200 people here. Yeah. Over 200. Yeah. So so I've been told, which which is a brilliant turnout, and yeah, it's all it's all for an amazing cause, as we've been saying over the past couple of weeks. This is uh, all in aid of. The IWA Youth Services. Yes, it is. Um, and you yourself are doing the two point five. Yes, right? I. Yeah. Perfect. Two and a half. How how are we how are we feeling? Feeling good. I did two kind of two and a half k with despite uh, with the Hydrocephalus Ireland did, did set up a very similar um, uh, event right. with pop up races. So I, I, that was about a month or two ago. Okay. So I did two and a half, and I wanted to do another one. So, and I knew this was coming up. So, brilliant. Yeah. So you, you've got it. You've got two and a half under your belt, which is which is the important thing. Yeah. So this summer I will have done five k. 
So we are now at the finish line with Mr. Shorter Kelly. So I'm going to go home now in a while and put my arms up to rest them. <laughs> good thinking. Good thinking. Um, yeah, it's a really good event and I hope it's on again next year. Yeah, I, I would second that. It's been, it's been an amazing turnout and as you said, it's, uh, as you said earlier on, 200 people. Which, yeah, over 200, yeah. Which, which is amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. Um, um, hopefully, and I'm going to get a goodie bag, see what's in it, because I need a water. <laughs> I am very thirsty. Excellent. Well, uh, good man yourself. Thank you very much for chatting to the shop. As always, my pleasure. And you also caught up with another participant on the day. Yeah, I caught up with Mr. Garrett Cullen. Okay, and I think he was in a similar a seat similar to what you would have been looking at had you had the opportunity to do it. Yeah, uh, well, he was in a racing chair. All oh, right, okay. So it would have been a little bit uh, different to what I was looking at. but A little bit more advanced. A little bit more advanced, yeah, but similar in some ways. Uh, so this is his. So I'm here at the finish line with Garrett Cullen. Hi, Garrett. Hi, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? How are you feeling? That's your grand now that it's all over. I'm glad yeah, you yeah. Up, all right. Sorry, nice, I'm in there. Nice course. A nice day for it. Sounds great. Absolutely. And I see that you're in your racing chair. Yes, yes. Oh, I wouldn't be great pushing in my day chair. If I didn't have a racing chair, I'd be all day out there. But I do a bit of racing more for fitness than anything. I used to, used to kind of race, race years ago. 20 odd years ago but um, it's just for fitness now more than anything else yeah brilliant and how did you find the course yeah not too bad I would I was saying to the organizer it would be nice if we'd just been let off a minute or two ahead so how does the racing chair work in terms of steering yeah well it's a three-wheel chair with the front wheel about uh, 20 inches out in front of the two back wheels and also I'm sitting deep into the chair so the wheels are nearly up under my armpits nearly so it means I have a lot more range on pushing the wheelchair when I'm sitting in the day chair obviously you're up real high and you only have a small range of the wheel that you can reach but but being in the racing chair and the rims are a bit smaller you get a lot more speed out of the wheels by having more you can nearly touch the ground so you can go right around the wheel and speed it up that way steering wise there's a small thing called a compensator and now it won't turn very uh, steep but it'll take a a kind of a fairly wide corner and you can also use your body to bounce it and sort of move it if you're off off course to try and straighten it up too as you're pushing so that's kind of how it works for me anyway yeah so there's a a bit of a science behind it Uh, there is uh, sure it's been years they started off in racing chairs there would have been four wheels but like the day chairs but they've kind of narrowed it down now that the, the more aerodynamic front by being out front wheel and I'm also kind of crouched down a lot more so again from aerodynamics point of view you cut through the wind a bit better so does that mean as well that you don't necessarily need to push as much or is that just a kind of a choice in terms of speed you can, it's harder to get off the mark but when you get it up you don't really grip you just hit the rim and when you have a bit of momentum, you can just keep whacking the rim to keep the speed going. Yeah. Obviously, the hills slow straight down. So compared to a runner, you lose a lot more going up the hill, kind of speed-wise and time, but you gain a lot going downhill because you can really let it fly. So Absolutely. if the hill is very steep down, you get to a point where you just take your arms off because all you'll do is slow it down by touching it. 
but up to a point you just keep hitting it and whack it. Exactly. Oh, I live for the downhills. <laughs> so I'd say, Dan, bit of a disappointment not being able to do it yourself. Yeah, no, it, it certainly was. I suppose just from training over the past two months and then I suppose getting there and seeing everybody, um, the turnout was just absolutely incredible. Uh, there was hundreds of people there. Lovely. Hundreds of people there, which was brilliant. Which is pretty good considering it was all our final day as well in yeah, football. Yeah, that, that had to have had an impact, I'd say, to some degree. Absolutely. <laughs> you could there was there was people arriving actually with their with their Dublin and Kerry jerseys on. Lovely. So yeah, um, but yeah, no, as you said, it it was a bit of, a bit of a disappointment, but at the same time. It, it was just great to be there and great to, as you heard earlier on, the atmosphere was just amazing. Everybody was so positive. Um, and I got to help out a little bit with, with giving out the medals at the end. And it, as we've said, it, it's just for such a great cause. Um, and I, for one, I'm really excited for, for next year. Good. Good. I know we're going to try and catch up with Dave Barry again uh, yeah. from the Irish Wheelchair Association who was involved in the organisation of this. Yeah, so I'm going to be chatting with him on uh, Tuesday. Hopefully, yeah, and we'll get, a, we'll get, I suppose, the official opinion Yeah. on, on how it went. That, you know, and he probably would have, he obviously would have spoken to a lot more people as well, so that, that'll be good. Yeah. Absolutely. So, update on your foot. Update on my foot. So, yeah, it's all going well. I'm actually, as we're recording right now, I'm wearing two shoes. Now, you're also out this week. Uh, you were out about Wednesday. Yeah. So I had the pleasure of um, speaking at the first National Diversity and Inclusion Conference in uh, DCU. So that was brilliant. I was part of... I briefly mentioned that mentioned it last week with Anne. I was part of um, they call it twenty twenty vision, so twenty twenty people from twenty different backgrounds, um, sharing their uh vision as well as for for the future of work. Um, so it was just great to be there and great to to see the commitment from like companies whether it be google whether it be oracle you know think, things like that just the commitment to diversity and inclusion and that they are engaging uh in in something like this i think vitally important yeah so one of the things i discovered was that uh three percent of an organization influences 85 percent of the rest of the organization that's pretty significant. Yeah, definitely is. Um, and I think it, it highlights the importance of um, engagement through the whole organization. And that, you know, it's, it's not... Another thing that was mentioned is the whole thing of diversity and inclusion being a bottom-up approach. Yeah, and it not being this whole top down. Okay, this is what you need to do. Yeah, um, you got a, a managing director who's engaged and wants this to happen. Yeah, uh, a quote during a, a a panel discussion 
that uh, that was had from um, Michael Maleo uh, from Airbus HAS. I apologize to him if he's if I pronounced his name wrong. Uh, but one of the things he said was, "Dare to be yourself." Yeah, that's a tough one, isn't it? Um, yeah, no, 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 it is. But I think it's it. I think it's interesting that it was said because you could take that from a from a corporate point of view. But I think that's uh, that can be taken into life in general. Yeah, no, no, it can. But it's, it is a tough one. Yeah, because things that stick out generally get knocked down. Yeah, unfortunately, I was only there for the the morning session. But uh, from what I did here, like there was a lot of um the importance of of working against adversity and and pushing through and that seemed like a, a general theme um and yeah as i said it was just great to uh great to be there and great to be invited so i'm 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 very grateful to uh to dcu and to the irish Witcher association who selected me for this process uh, that's fine they selected you Dan because you know you're no slouch <laughs> I mean you believe in what you're talking about I mean that's you know it's not yeah. it just went let's pick somebody you're you're quite capable you're, you're you know you're a very good speaker you're you're quite intelligent and you're engaged so you thank know, you that's fine much. and you know you can go you thank the Irish Wheelchair Association but you're representing yourself and the Irish Wheelchair Association really well so don't be don't be too thankful to them you know? <laughs> they're getting more of it than you are <laughs> Um, yeah no and as I said earlier on it was just great to like being at events like that and kind of having the youth aspect of it and even from the little bit of a chat that I managed to have with people directly afterwards you know it's important to these companies that they do hear from young people because that's you know that's who they're passing things on to yeah um and i'm i'm just very confident for our future going forward that uh that we we're in good hands because some of some of what was said was was uh was very powerful and i'm i'm i was I'm very grateful to have been a part of it. So on the Diversity Inclusion Conference, Dan, you did tease us now um, last week when you were going to, you know, you wouldn't reveal what you were going to say now, in fairness. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't, uh, want, to, you didn't want to just get it out there. For obvious reasons, I suppose. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, not that obvious. Not to <laughs> me, anyway. But what, what, what was your message? Uh, well, I think for me, I think um, my vision for the future is that I mentioned, as you said, I mentioned briefly last week was that my vision for the future is that inclusion is no longer seen as what well, diversity and inclusion actually is no longer seen as a token. Mm. And what I mean by that is diversity and inclusion must be at the heart of every environment and not just something that is um attached to the title of an event or a cause yeah and this is something that's something that i um uh, mentioned 
when I was working with Oracle because as as we said a few weeks back, we did the um the presentation at the end of the week about the whole the whole thing around diversity and inclusion and my statement was actually I mentioned it to Eva on Wednesday because she was there um with um Oracle good digital and my statement was actually some of it came from the the presentation that we'd done together because a lot of what I see in companies is that you have let's say an LGBT week or whatever it yeah. may be. Yeah. And everybody's kind of hyper aware of it for that time. Yeah, gay pride is coming up. Let's yeah. get on the bandwagon there and yeah, because we're seen to be Yeah. And then kind of immediately after that fact it's it's still there, but it dwindles off very quickly. Mm. Yeah. They uh, don't have the policies behind it. They don't have yeah, we just say for the LGBT point of view, like they don't have, you know, unisex toilets or whatever, or they don't have the policy that that backs that up. They just go right. Let's put up the gay pride flag for this week, and we're fine. We're done. We've we've. Yeah, um, and that's why I I was particularly grateful, um, to be involved with Argo because they mentioned to me that they're going to, um, bring that forward to superiors to try and uh turn it into a program right as i might have mentioned before yep. um so yeah no i think a lot of it was born out of that and as i said it it needs to be at the heart of you need to start with diversity and inclusion and go from there it's not something that you just as i said tag on at the end yeah um because then you missed the whole point. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, it it was very very positive and uh, great to see that there's there's so many people engaged with it. Um, I think there was two hundred, three hundred people there. Wow! So you know something. Something that's around, pretty good something around that yeah so, a, lot, a lot of really good companies in it too yeah so you have people as i said earlier like google like oracle like airbus like um sedexo were there as well were they sedexo yeah, yeah they are a facilities uh management company yeah they do all sorts and catering and cleaning and oh yeah pretty much you want to done that probably gonna do for you there's a free plug <laughs> uh yeah so and and uh, a number of others um and of course the iwa were there as well um which is very important uh and yeah no a number of others and yeah no as i said it it was just great to see that there was so much engagement around good good that's excellent um have you any other jollies coming up any more trips yeah, so I um, have been invited to speak in November in the Mansion House um, at a positive sexual health conference. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, so I'll be part of a panel 
discussion on that day and it, it's just going to be um from what i understand i have to have uh, meetings next week just to kind of make things a little bit more yeah finalize what's going on and concrete and yeah things, yeah um but it's basically around from what i understand at the minute it's around they're looking to reform um rse in schools relationships and, and sexuality education so i think from from my point of view they're they're looking at kind of what education i received um in relation to rse in in school um and i suppose being in the situation i'm in whether i feel like i received what i needed to you know as far as i'm concerned i i received what i expected to right you okay. know as in it was on the curriculum i i was you know nothing was left out in terms of what was there yeah do you know um but definitely from my point of view it was more uh, there wasn't much if any that went specifically okay if you're in this situation and you have a disability how's it work yeah whether that be from a physical point of view or whether that be even the mental side of it yeah the emotional end of it yeah yeah which is quite significant really yeah absolutely pretty much that's what we're all after yeah is a relationship yeah, I'm yeah. Not, I wasn't going to talk about anything else. I, mean, I know the way you looked at me there, I was going to say something else, but no, but it is. <laughs> it's a loving relationship, that, that's what I'm talking about, that's all. Yeah, Yeah, but no, it is. I mean, you know, yeah. we often say it kind of, you know, it is one message for everybody, but it has different effects on different people. Yeah, and I think they've, they've done uh, a number of, this is kind of, this is a conference on the back of, um, uh, a great deal of research that has been done around young people and RSE and things like that and one of the things as you mentioned there that has come out of it is the importance of building um, healthy relationships yeah Um. so I, I think it's as much about that as it is about sex yeah <laughs> no no it? yeah exactly you know, I mean it is I mean that's where it should always be is in, is in a healthy relationship yeah you know, because if it's not, then sure, there's hardly, there's hardly we're talking about. Absolutely. Funnily enough. In other amazing news, Dan, uh, Go Loud have actually come back to us. Brilliant. Which is great news. They which have. is absolutely yeah. fantastic news. They are going to add our podcast to the Go Loud um, platform on their app. Thank you very, very much. Yeah. So To the um, team at Go Loud. Yeah. Thank you very, uh, very much. Absolutely fantastic. That, that over the next couple of days, I mean, that, that might uh, actually, by the time maybe this one comes out, we might be up there. But uh, we are. Uh, we're, we're delighted about that so more on that as, as we have it yeah absolutely yeah so we head back to college soon then yeah you know we're going to keep doing this because this is absolutely. terribly important we keep getting that message out there absolutely 100 percent. yeah um uh, it's something that we're both very passionate about i think i've grown even more i suppose as as i see do you know as we get more more content um through the week it's kind of it 
reinforce it that we need we need to keep going and we need to push for awareness and equality and um i suppose time yeah absolutely time and everyone can get that message on facebook twitter and instagram at dan and Doability. Uh, if anyone wants to drop us an email they can get us at Dan and our doability at gmail.com yeah um, so we are hopefully where we will be on Go Loud yeah on their platform so it'll be on Spotify uh, SoundCloud. iTunes SoundCloud yeah. pretty much wherever you get your podcast that's where you will find us yep. um, this has been episode 31 I've been Darren McNicholas and I'm Dan Airy and we'll talk to you very soon